0: You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about the John Hughes holiday classic, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles.
1: You, no
2: trouble. Me, Supreme
0: being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. No, that's The city is headed for a disaster of Biblical proportions. What do you mean? Biblical. What do you mean is this Old Testament, Yeah, Mayor? Real Wrath of God type stuff. Dead. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes. Volcanoes. The sea rising from the grave. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Maxistaria!
3: Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am doing
0: really great, trailer guy voice. Where the fuck is Jared Callen? Obviously, the um, winter season has come full force, and uh, so I'm, I'm blessed with this glorious voice, and I apologize.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, so we also have with us... Director of Photography, Mike Griggs.
2: What's going on?
3: Oh, wait. You didn't <laughs> have a voice either? I expect everybody to come on. It sounded like they I mean, I could, I could have
2: cigarettes. one. Hey, Brian. Yes, I'm uh, still a million bucks short of a millionaire. <laughs>
0: Me too, brother.
3: Oh, we also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. And here we are talking planes, trains, and automobiles. Is this... Uh, This is the first John Hughes movie that we've done. Not written, because we did Home Alone. Wait, really?
0: But I think this is the first one that he's directed that we've talked about. Who directed Home Alone? Uh, Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. Oh, that was right. That was right. Christy. Yeah.
3: Okay. But yeah, I think this is our first one, because we've never done any of those teen comedies. We didn't do Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We didn't do Sixteen Candles. I don't even know if he directed Pretty in Pink or not, but we, we didn't cover it. so I know he wrote it. Yeah. So, with that being said, what was everybody's... First John Hughes movie.
2: Oh, oh. shit. Ooh. Because it probably was not this. <laughs> no. It may this have been this. This was my first time seeing this, actually. Really? Yeah. Compliments oh. of not growing up with cable. Is this a cable film? I don't it's, know. I feel like of everyone, everyone no, has this seen this. this was on regular always... TV. Oh, really?
4: This, yeah. This yeah. is a
2: USA TBS classic. Those are both cable channels. No, even channels. before that, because...
4: Yeah, those are cable. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Before <laughs> I for. had cable, this was on, <laughs> I had five channels, and this was one of the ones that was on on Saturday.
2: Great. Uh, you grew up with like three channels? I mean, I grew up with like the normal like 12 channels or whatever. Yeah, like three, but... five, and nine? <laughs> I mean, I, maybe at some point this was like on and it was like Thanksgiving time or whatever. I've never sat and watched this movie. Some of it feels familiar, but it's probably more from like seeing random clips or shit like that. All right. I, I got to ask Kristen. All right, you saw this Did you see this on TV? Yeah. All right, so what did
3: what word did they use instead of fuck during the whole
4: oh, God. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I have no idea.
3: How could oh. you even remember that?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Cause I'm i sure don't, I class. don't remember. I mean,
0: Cuz the only a- one that sticks out in my head is the Exorcist where he goes or oh, she goes uh your mother so sucks in hell, Marin. Like so sucks instead of sucks cocks, you know? But that's uh that's the only one. I mean, I ever... They're pretty equivalent. <laughs> 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 yeah, 47 fucks. <laughs> <laughs> or sucks cocks. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a minute long scene. It's excellent though, and I love how I love the button at the end. You're
2: fucked. You're fucked.
3: Yeah, from the uh, isn't that like the uh, receptionist at the high school in Ferris Bueller's Day Off?
2: <laughs> she's yeah, has have been in so many of those movies. She's also in Carrie. Oh yeah, she's she's young in Carrie. Yeah, she's she's one glasses. of the the groupies. She's oh the yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, seeing her one of the high school students. Student. Yeah, that's yeah,
3: right. Man. I, I was not lo- have put that together.
0: There's a lot of really cool little tiny uh, cameos, like the um, the old man next to Neil on the plane is the old man that Kevin's mom in Home Alone tries to sell her earrings to, and he's like, "My wife's got a box at home, bunch of
2: dangly ones, you know, or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of Home Alone, is this the Home Alone house? It looks exactly know. like it. It's, it's smaller. Like th- that's what I thought. Uh, it's like at the end of a street in fucking Chicago. Like it could be the same house. Obviously, like you could just watch both movies and realize that it's totally not. But it feels very much like it. I think the Home Alone house was real, and this one was built for the film. You think this was
3: built for the
0: film?
2: The facade. I, hear, yeah, I, I thought John
3: Hughes like uh, shot all in uh, Chicago, like a real homes. I thought that's like his whole thing. I'll double
0: check my stuff while we move on.
3: Because <laughs> uh, doesn't he uh, doesn't he shoot like uh, isn't that his thing? He he doesn't like to leave Chicago, and he mostly shoots there and uses Wait, actors. Wait, I have a that are local. about
4: that then because. In the opening scene, where he's supposed to be in New York, and he's in that advertising—you know—he's in that advertising setup—that felt very much like a Chicago interior and not a New York interior. And I was wondering if they filmed that in Chicago or not. Hmm. Does anyone know?
3: I do not know. I didn't look it up. I my, just
4: assumed. I—that uh, is my biggest pet peeve—is that I'm the worst for like sitting in movies and spotting when they try and make New York um, Chicago. I hate it so much, or or, and vice versa. Yeah, the vibes are totally different.
3: (laughs) Uh, uh, Some of it was shot in Illinois, but uh, no, some of it was shot in uh, in New York as well. According to uh, the good old IMDb.
2: Well, no, I mean, Hmm. it doesn't say because there's like New York scenes. Yeah, Yeah, they're running around on the fucking streets. Streets are in New York. Yeah.
4: Although other fun facts, some cities do actually run around in Chicago and try and say it's New York. It drives me bananas. The yeah, they do it all the time. <laughs> um, they like
3: fucking shoot in Vancouver and they're like, "Oh, it's New York! Oh, <laughs> Look at that! We CGI the skyline in." Sure.
4: But no, they were on the streets of New York. But I didn't, I didn't think that interior looked unless it was like a very something like in an eighties New York. But they did not. I did not get New York from that. I was like, when it opened, I thought they were in Chicago, and that's why I was confused as to why he was trying to make to get it back to Chicago.
3: Yeah, it doesn't say. It does look like most of the movie is shot in Illinois, though. They have uh, Madison, uh, Ohio on here, and they have uh, New York. And then, where was the other place they had? Yeah, just no more. Yeah, that's it. And then everything else is uh, somewhere in Illinois. So just like small town Illinois to double for Wichita. Wichita. Which you really don't see much of Wichita. You just really see, like, uh, most of that's inside that uh,
2: hotel. Inside uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the airport and, and inside the hotel. For taking the long way around to show this guy around Wichita, they surely did not show any of actual Wichita. <laughs> just the back roads and darkness. <laughs> you can't really see out the windows,
0: anyways, because so many lights on the inside of the vehicle. Right. <laughs> I don't know. There was that one constant
3: light on Steve Martin that is outside the car that's just always there. I don't know. What well, that yeah, we got
0: to see his be. face. <laughs> well, it's
2: to light his face, it's to get that like <laughs> eye light when he looks the, the right way. Yeah. That's nice. the other cars coming from the other direction.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is very noticeable when everything else is moving.
0: I also thought about like when they were in the other car in the car that, that they rent and they got the, uh, the, su- the suitcase, the trunk on the back. I was like, that's really cleverly placed there so you can't see out the back so you can just like you know set this car anywhere and shoot. Yeah,
2: most of the car stuff was process trailer, wasn't it? You would think so, right? I didn't get the feeling that there was much like actual driving around with actors happening.
3: Yeah, I assumed all the stuff at night was a uh, poor man process. Yeah, for sure. But I did think the movie looked really good. I mean, for
0: a comedy, I was kind of impressed with the photography. It, it's it's pretty basic, but there's some really nice like high angle shots and like just this it, it's it's got all the coverage that you need. I never felt like I was like, oh, what is this shot? You know, everything felt like it was supposed to be there. It was very 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 standard, but also very very well done.
2: Yeah, yeah. I also shared that. Same thought. Looking up who the cinematographer was, it's Don Peterman, who what also shot Star Trek IV, Men in Black, fucking Point Break. Oh, he shot Point Break. Yeah. Oh, but we still just talked heart. about him. Uh, what
3: was it? Adam's well, Family Values. He yeah,
2: shot Adam's Family Values. He did the second one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's done See? a few things. He, he, knows, he knows what t-
0: he's doing. He tied it into the last film. I like that. Yeah. Values.
2: That's right, Jared. That was the last film. Well. <laughs> His his final film was uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So, <laughs> nice stab. Yeah, <laughs> Hook may be a movie, but it's a film to me.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Took you a little while, but uh, you got there. I'm sorry, I'm a, little, I'm a little slow tonight. The suit of Fed is kicking in. <laughs> it was nice to see a young Kevin Bacon at the oh my start God. of his career in this. As Looks soon great. as he starts sprinting, I was like, "What the hell." Dude, that Steve Martin run is goofy as fuck. Like yeah, he's been doing that forever though. That's his thing. Yeah, it is his thing, isn't it? It's a little hammy. Well may- maybe they shot those scenes early in the movie and he thought the movie was gonna be more of a cartoon because he was reading the, the scenes like with the devil and you know <laughs> and, and other weird scenes like, Oh, this is a, this is like this is like a slapstick comedy. I need to 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 Hand fucking it up, run fuzzball <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> run and fling-, fling my arms around. Maybe that's just how he runs. Oh, that—that's the Steve. Martin. Maybe he literally can't run without doing that. Well, he didn't really do it when they when they dropped him off uh, to pick up the rental car, and it's not there. What are you he, talking he, about? He's it throwing is. his
2: arms up. Stop! Come yeah, back!
0: But not—not not as goofily. Leave me here. Not he's waving, as beautifully. He's, he, he's waving his arms to trying to get their attention, and the other one. Well, he maybe throws he his
2: bags down. He throws the rental receipt thing down, and he just like puts his body in like seven different weird positions. That is one of the most goofy scenes in the whole movie.
0: Well, that's he's throwing a tantrum. Uh, does it yeah. actually show him throwing the, the paper away? Yeah. Yeah.
2: He, he throws it up okay. in the air and disgust and I was like, well, you're going to need that in a second.
0: <laughs> yeah, because in this era where everything's not like computerized and, right, you right. know, like this movie wouldn't happen today. Like, because the whole time, you could just, like, all right, get on your phone and, and just fix it. This, you know, the te- this, is, this is definitely a little time capsule of technology. People get stranded all the time.
4: <laughs> yeah, most people of get this stranded could happen. all the time. Yeah, but this guy, he this lives in a fucking very
0: $2 million home. Today. He could have figured it out, right? He had the money to get it he
2: done, right? He had $700 cash in his fucking wallet in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a <laughs> lot of money. Was this guy a drug dealer? <laughs> he had he to be, right?
0: No, he's, he's got like fucking three kids and a wife and, and like you know, yeah. And, and that massive home. What, what, the, what are all the other rooms for? He's planning on building more. <laughs> well, you know, you got to have uh, places for your uh, live-in help. You know, your butler, your maid. they got to <laughs> stay somewhere, too, on the premises, you know. Oh, that's true. That's true. <sighs> can't leave. What if I need Just ice cream leave. at 3 in the morning? <laughs> Ring the bell. Doritos and vodka. <laughs> hey,
2: that's a good snack. I like seeing those old Doritos bags. That was cool. Or the little bottles that are made out of glass. Were they glass? Well, the sound effects... Team sure thought they were. Oh well, you know. Clink 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 clink. Yeah, they look glass. They are plastic they now, st- aren't they? Do they yeah.
0: still give you those on the planes, or do they pour it for you? Uh, they
2: usually pour it for you. Yeah. Or yeah, they're, they're like required it. at least to open it and not give you the lid or <sighs> cap. I just want to shoot it. <laughs> I mean, you can you can ingest it however you want. You just can't take it with you. That's that's why they have to open it.
0: Um, at the beginning, I, I the, uh the just thinking back about the cab. And how when he runs up and the first time we see Dell, uh, that that like look that he gives him, and then and then we go into the uh, the airport, and I just like how they like just brought a fucking cab door into the airport <laughs> and like set it in front of him and just had him like yeah. replicate the face. Yeah, that was a that was a so amazing. One. Okay. Very very cartoony, like you know, yeah. like placing things where they're not supposed to, but it, and it's so subtle you might not even catch that that's what they did, you know. No, I think everybody caught that, Jared. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know. I mean, that's what makes it funny. Because I, I, is that, I, I mean, had to re- rewind and funny. pause it and look at it and go, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It what? felt, It felt off. Really? Okay. I'm, I'm stupid. Okay. Uh, I may no, not, not catch on very quickly. No, it's uh, fine. It's fine. Something yeah, wrong so with you your TV? TV?
2: Sit closer to your
0: TV? Or? No, no, yeah. You, you can gaslight me all I, you want. He's sick. Okay. He's sick. I get that reference. Um is this Steve Martin's most asshole role? I don't know, Have you seen the jerk? yeah, but that's more that's more uh yeah he, slapsticky, yeah, slapstick and, comedy.
3: and he's kind of like an idiot savant in that.
2: that's fair. He doesn't really, yeah, didn't really realize he's being a a jerk i mean that is that is the the endearing part of this film is his character arc to go from like this stuffy guy that you can uh, in many ways kind of relate with and understand like he's frustrated by all these things and then just to watch him fall in love with John Candy the way the audience sort of did from the moment you see him on screen. I think it's pretty pretty damn good writing.
4: I really enjoyed that and I also really enjoyed it because I was reading this article last week about how men men and women bond differently. Women like bond normally and they're just like oh you're a person let me talk to you. But apparently... (laughs) men of course
1: in order I love court, where this is, is going I love where this is
2: going please oh, well. please continue
4: so apparently apparently, you, when in order for men to bond they have to overcome a problem and that's why men are like such good friends with other men like like when they like spent time in war and did all this I don't know whatever you guys do and um, so anyway I was watching this and then began the this like war. little love montage and I was like oh my god they did it this is this is how this is how they bonded. It's like the man overcoming thing, and I so I was really excited to see that in visual form.
2: I mean, I'd say they bonded pretty well in that hotel room. Yeah, like especially, the, why are you kissing my ear? Why are you
4: holding my hand,
2: Del, Why did you kiss my ear? <laughs> oh God, I I laughed really hard at that shit. Did when you, they're like, oh, did you kiss that game? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, yeah Based on a, a, <laughs> a repeat
0: viewing, uh, the, uh, above the bed there's like this painting, and then on either side of the wall of the painting there's two handprints, like someone's like totally, <laughs> like had their hands on the wall and just getting railed. You know, and I was like this, this fucking gross ass <laughs> place that they're staying in. But uh, speaking of their relationship, you know, at the end when uh, when uh, Neil has his like moment on the train where he he's reliving the whole movie and he and he oh, actually yeah. thinks back he sees his children and 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 his wife's cooking and then his wife at the table and everybody like he's thinking of thanksgiving i guess and then he then he cuts in his brain to to adele kissing him on the ear so so he he, <laughs> he invites, been a few days oh right so he invites him back to the house and there's this really weird moment where he's like everybody this is adele or whatever and the wife kind of has a moment, and they and they kiss or whatever, and then it ends on John Candy's face smiling. Does that mean that he's part of the family now? He's moving in. He, he's going to share the bed with <laughs> the, smart, the and, Yeah, is yeah, a like, like like he's like part of the part of the relationship.
2: They they, they became instant if, swingers. If that's what makes you feel better to imagine after the end of this movie than <laughs> I don't know. They they, they kind of leave it weird because John Candy it's very weird. Literally says in the
3: in the in the scene, he's just like a. <laughs> okay. uh, He's like, I don't have a home. And it's yeah. like, wait, do you not actually have... You mean there's nobody home to go home to? Or you literally are homeless?
0: No, yeah. no, he's dragging all of his belongings around in that in that trunk. But it's not it's not really clear.
3: But I don't know. I, I have a hard time buying yeah. that, though. Because yeah. if that's
0: the truth, then, like, where the fuck
3: has this guy been going this whole movie? Why is he trying to go to Chicago? Well, he's a traveling salesman. I, I know, but wouldn't you have a point, though? If you're traveling, if you're going to pay to go to Chicago, <laughs> like, shouldn't there be... Is
0: that where he and gold? his wife lived?
2: We don't know.
3: We don't have that information.
0: Because maybe he no, wants to be really in the area. That's a good point,
2: Brian. Yeah. Because why would he be sitting at the fucking L station if he didn't have a place to go to? Why was he going there in the first place? It's just confusing. It yeah. is confusing. Yeah. Well,
4: hold on. What, I I was confused because I thought for... Okay, hold on. Because wasn't I thought his home... I, I mean, I, I interpreted it as he didn't have like a home like anybody there because wasn't he wasn't his stop St. Louis and he, and he was going to go and just like be gone. And then he runs back into Steve Martin and he's like, oh, let me take you the rest of the way. I oh, really, thought, but, but it was mm-hmm. unclear and I could be wrong. I wasn't sure, actually. No, I, I don't think it, so I don't know.
2: I, I didn't. I didn't take it as that was his stop. That was just where where Steve Martin was saying now we can split up and Dell had happened to already get the car.
3: Yeah, St. Louis was
2: the the bus.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, I I know, but I uh, but um when yeah, I thought there was a moment. Uh, yes, and Steve Martin was like yes. I was after Steve Martin was like yeah, let's split up. And yeah. um yeah, I just for some reason I thought John Candy's home was in St. Louis.
0: No, because he was he was originally uh, no,
4: and I just made that up.
0: Yeah, because no, they were both at the, the plane
2: from New York to Chicago. Yeah, uh, they they got that landed. Because so of if weather. he if if John Candy was going to go somewhere after Chicago, he never mentioned it. He. The whole movie, he was also trying to get back to Chicago because that was why they were like, oh, we can just travel together. That checks out.
4: I just assumed he was traveling to Chicago to transfer.
2: Yeah, it could be. I mean, he ha- his character is definitely like.
4: Because then they have a direct flight um, to Chicago. Ki-
2: yeah. 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 But it, his character would definitely like be trying to be nice enough to do that. But that's a long way to try and go out of your way. So either he legitimately is homeless and this guy is just paying for a bunch of shit. And so he's like on board with it or he was actually trying to go to Chicago. And just think about the cost of putting that trunk on an airplane. Goodness. That's like a whole extra seat. Yeah, it's yeah, insane.
4: But if he's a traveling salesman, then like the company's paying for it, right?
0: He has a wallet, like, 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 like a badge, like a cop
2: that like, comes yeah. out. And it's got like yeah. little bitty miniature like shower rings, which is amazing. <laughs> I did really, really enjoy his little, like, montage where he's selling shower curtain rings to all the people in the airport. This one's actually from the ancient Chinese Fourth Dynasty. <laughs> people are buying that shit. It's just well, I was, amazing.
4: I loved that whole scene. And I was the whole time, though, I was like, are these not plastic? Are these like like metal? They're
0: totally plastic. <laughs> he's just a great salesman very convincing it, it's showing that he's very personable and he, he you know he people like him
2: and he likes yeah. people and and you know and steve martin's just a dick <laughs> the, the one shot of those three teen girls and they're all wearing oh, them like yeah. earrings that was freaking brilliant you can pass for at least 18
0: 19. <laughs> 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 <He's> like, <"Sure." laughs> yeah. take my naughty. Uh, <laughs> shut up and take my money although <sighs> that montage scene does kind of come out of nowhere it does, because I mean, there's no setup for it, yeah. They, like you know, like the way the way that when they're having their breakfast and they're talking about you know all that little thing that we tried to do, uh, you know, it's, it felt like there was like I know start fa- start late, finish early, but you know, like we didn't really. You're right. It just kind of pops in there. Feels like there's a lot of stuff missing. There is a bunch of stuff missing.
4: I was going to say, the this whole time, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, is this like an edited, it's like a severely edited version or did they just not put all the stuff in movies that they... (laughs) <laughs> now.
0: Uh, we gotta, move. I know we gotta now move, we gotta move. We gotta move. Well, yeah. now now like 91 to, they minutes like to or something, show
4: everything. Yeah, it was well, uh, yeah, it was short. But I know Super now they short. show everything. They assume that the audience knows nothing. But I was like, did they just like were people smarter back then? I know that's not true. Like where's the best of this movie? Uh, sure.
0: Maybe they were better audience members back then
2: that
3: would actually Ooh. pay
0: attention. Yeah. I will give you that. Hey, even though this was, like, what, 90-some-odd minutes? it, it they, sh- they cram a lot in there. Like, the movie just is cooking. It, it's just bounce, bounce, bounce to the next thing. They don't, there's not a lot of fluff.
3: No, they, yeah, that's true. It, it does go from, like, joke to joke to joke to joke. And the only thing you really have to break it up in between are those, like, little heartwarming, heartwarming um, little moments where Steve Martin realizes he's a, he's a dick and he can change
2: yeah. and become better. Before he starts yelling at someone else again. Oh,
3: man. I don't know. I totally identified with Steve Martin in this entire movie.
2: Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. But also, no. (laughs) I don't know. I struggle with movies like this, like, where the whole thing is just, like, what can go wrong will go wrong. Like, I was thinking for the first, like, 30 minutes, I was like, this is just fucking Uncle Buck. What the hell? And then I realized that it is literally just Uncle Buck because John Hughes also made Uncle Buck. Yeah, it's just a young Uncle Buck. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it made a little bit more sense But I just struggle with characters that make decisions that I'm like, that does not feel like a believable decision. And they have all the things go so terribly wrong doesn't feel also believable. But for the sake of we're making a movie where everything is going wrong, I get it. I'm just like, "Eh." I don't know. It's not like it's just random happenstance. Like John Candy is just a gigantic
3: fuck up. <laughs> like he is just like trying to accidentally murder himself and everybody
2: around him at any given moment. Okay, well the car stuff is, is John Candy's fuck ups, but the plane and the train and the Everything in that hotel room, that fucking
3: bathroom, bro? The fucking the dude's sleeping oh, in God. beer. What oh, a dick, God. bro.
2: What a dick taking all the
0: towels, man. I mean, come the fuck on. Right? Bro. Like you, didn't didn't leave leave you know how many towels are in that rack. <laughs> <laughs> come on. He should be carrying towels in his car. If he, in his, in his like trunk, if he's gonna be, yeah, have to use so many damn towels. <laughs> he did bring his own pillow. Maybe he didn't have room for the extra towels. Well, he's allergic to sponge. <laughs> <laughs> sponge,
3: <a> hypoallergenic pillow. Chuck
2: candy is really. Yeah, good. I was like, is, was that even a thing in 1987? Wow. I like the sound
0: effects when they walk in that room, and it like, and it like cuts down to the to the bed. And it, oh. and it cuts back to all their reactions, yeah, and it gets that ferris bueller uh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> sound uh, sound going on, <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: even know what fucking instrument that is, or it's a weird, it's a weird instrument, yeah, but it's cool <laughs> it's not that but yeah. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> it has the same vibe though. So he's, like, he's like, he's like, you want to take a shower? And he's like, oh, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't mean with me, man. I mean, like, you know. <laughs> it's just hard not to do the, the Ferris
3: Bueller music. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. There we go. Chicka, <laughs> chicka. <Chica-chica. laughs> this one, they, uh, they had something very similar. they... Would what, they, what they have Steve Martin like selling, uh, yelling lines out during the soundtrack? Like, oh, it was so yeah. weird, so bizarre. Yeah,
0: no, no, yeah, yeah. Well, they take they took lines from the movie. They even have some lines. Of Adele, did he actually say know. that line? Yeah, it's at the beginning when he's like chasing the, um, chasing the the taxi cab. He's like, you don't want to mess with me. Or I was, yeah, oh, right. I, yeah, okay. Whatever the line I, is,
2: it's it's taken from that that. Part of the movie. I believe you, but in the moment I was like, what the fuck? Is he supposed to be yelling that right now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like in his brain? What's going on? Yeah, and then like a full time and repeated. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's soundtrack. God, weird. <laughs> it was the 80s. <sighs>
0: I like some of the like the eighties E soundtrack stuff I mean, like the uh the composer did in this. It has got the vibe. And then also whenever whenever the heartwarming shit, man, they nail that. Like when, when Dell's giving his little I like me. My my wife likes me. You know, my my customers like me. That whole moment, ah that the score makes that, like really sells it. Not only like yeah. John Candy yeah, fucking killing it, but like the, the score is great. Some of those are actually needle drops. And they're just really? playing the first part of a yeah of a first part of a song. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah,
3: that, the actual score of the the movie is like less than twenty minutes in length. Oh wow! Yeah, from well, at least what they released. I'm sure there may
2: be like thirty or forty minutes of cues. John Candy is very endearing in this, for sure. Yeah, he is. Do want to yell at him though? <laughs> it's
0: it's 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 hard to play annoying and endearing at the same time. You know, like that's you a know, good point. Yeah, like Zach Galifianakis, you know, he he could be annoying. I just don't know how daring he can be, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like if you put him in this movie, it just wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. be as, as well. You know, they've had the, they've had
2: him in this movie. <laughs> Fucking due date was. was oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, holy shit. It is a yeah. remake of this. Yeah.
0: Same thing with um I, the, whole, the only thing I could think about the whole time was Tommy Boy. Like like Tommy Boy like and Dumber Dumber. A little bit. Yeah. Both of those yeah. rip off jokes. Oh, here. yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. But Tommy Boy, he's like leaning the seat back, and, and then like, you know, he, they fuck the car up, and yeah. then it catches on fire. What'd you do? That's what the deer, and they, right? They, and Tommy Boy? They, no, yeah. See, yeah. what's funny is yeah. that they, they hit a deer, right? And in this one, they spin their car around, and they he, he says, he I, says, a I, missed, I uh, missed a deer. I was like, interesting. David Spade's like, I see what they did there, taking notes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Chris. Time to make that money. <laughs> Just saw
3: a great movie on TV nobody's ever heard of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you think this is the uh, the best John Candy movie uh, no I don't know what is the best John Candy movie I've never even thought about that before that's a really good point mm, I think this may be the best John Candy movie uh, well uh, let's
3: not right, look at the movies the uh, <laughs> he ended his career with because those are surely not it um,
2: what do you got against Canadian Bacon uh, Canadian Bacon Wagons East Cool <sighs> running weird ham Fucking love Cool Runnings. Get the fuck uh, out. Cool of Runnings you know, No, cool, that's not Cool.
3: I mean, it's
0: Cool Runnings is good, but I don't I don't know if it's if it's better than this. Oh no,
2: it's definitely not his best character. It's just um, a fun movie. Oh, he was you in know, JFK. Uh I
0: would I would say, you know, Stripes, that. but it's not not like a big role, but um Volunteers, what a weird movie. Um The Great
2: Outdoors.
0: You guys remember Delirious from
3: uh from 91? 1991? Uh-uh. Huh. uh I, any good? Hey, yeah, yeah, it's it's all right. Wait, is he wearing the hat? No, you're thinking of oh, uh,
0: what's that. that? Who's Harold? uh Who's Harry Crumb? Yeah,
3: who's Harry Crumb? That's it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that one being good. I but I, I think the standouts are, are definitely like you know the Great Outdoors and yeah. this uh, as far as like super solid. Man, I loved Uncle Buck when I was a kid. I have not
3: yeah, seen it that forever. was also.
0: Oh wait, uh, baseballs too.
2: Oh shit, yeah, he's, he's, he's also in Spaceballs He's fun in Spaceballs, but I don't know if he's John Candy in Spaceballs, you know what I mean
3: Yeah, alright, fair enough
2: Who the fuck is he in Vacation? It's a small bit part
3: Oh, uh, okay Oh, he's the guard All right. Yeah, definitely don't remember that I think he's the one that doesn't let him into the park
0: uh, the, the biggest cameo I can think of is Home Alone, where he's the Poka King of the
2: Midwest <laughs> You know,
0: po- <laughs> Love me Poka, Poka 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 You know <laughs>
2: I don't know. Some uh, rescuers down under will always live in my brain as cl- quintessential John Candy. Who was he in that? He's Wilbur, the, the flying albatross.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't place that for some reason. Oh, man.
2: What about you, Kristen? What's
0: your favorite John Candy movie?
4: Oh, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen a ton of John Candy movies. I'm inclined to say this one. Hold on. I just had the list up. I was looking that's through what them saying. and that's when this I realized I had the... not seen a ton of them.
0: I just, think that, I just think that they give him such Like he's he's got such a large role in this And he has actually a chance to To actually do some acting You know to actually show a little bit of range Because he's known as for being a comedic actor But you know he actually has the chops to be able to give you the feels as well
2: Yeah Yeah he does
0: Because like you know I mean do, do you really get the feels in Uncle Buck when, when you know like you know he's a fuck up or whatever But he still ends up like hooking up with that chick But you know I don't don't know. I don't know if if it's as strong as this.
4: Well, I think what makes this especially strong is, I mean, as we as we've said, he has depth to this character. He is a widower and he yeah, he's fucking up and yeah, he's annoying, but he's just trying to get along just like everybody else. And he's doing it with, you know, the best attitude that he can. And it's kind of he's really sweet. He's really sweet. He's very charming. He's very personable. And he's not just, you know, I mean, yes, it's slapsticky and yes, it's a comedy, but there's a lot of depth to this.
0: He's got great hair. <laughs> I, lo- I love that they gave him a perm in this he does, it's good
4: he does have good hair i enjoyed his hair in this yeah yeah i enjoyed look. everyone's hair in this actually all the 80s makeup and all them especially the makeup um <laughs> clothes and everything though were great
0: those poor kids like the way they made them dress like ugh, like so stuffy must be just like the rich kid look of the 80s I hated the way those little kids looked. They didn't look like they belonged yeah.
3: to either one of those parents, I know. man. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that that just really bad kid acting. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thankful for my daddy coming home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I just wanted to
3: run into that TV and give him a Steve Martin yelling. You were all adopted. I uh,
4: <laughs> <that laughs> mean, <laughs>
3: mommy and mommy and I are getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about the little boy from Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh yeah, well, no, just all, the whole family, not just. I'm not just singling that one out. although that kid is pretty cute. He was so tiny. I mean,
4: no, but like when the when the kid was saying that, um, yeah, she just she was grateful that dad was gonna coming home for Thanksgiving. I was like, does he not live there? Like, what is happening yeah. in this family? Like, are they like estranged, separated? The, right, like, what is right. Going why on? are you thankful like, why for would a the thing kid? That be like, this happens. Is, right. He isn't he home normally.
0: The family dynamic is weird because like when, he calls the wife at one point and she's like. What is going on, Neil? Like, like, like it's like it's like there's things that either there's scenes that are cut or there there's like there's subtext that we're not getting. And because even at the point there's like when 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 they get down to like uh, he's in the uh, hotel room at some point and he's gonna call but he doesn't and it cuts to the wife and she's going to bed you know and she's just still awake in bed. Like I feel like fuck, man, I'm missing a lot here. Like, like, and then the 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 reunion at the end is so strong, you know that like like wow, it's it's like we've rekindled. I see that you're. Cheating on me with a man instead of a woman, that's great. <laughs> I, 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 well, I don't know. That, I don't they know cut what that entire the, yeah.
3: plot out. There was a whole plot with uh the wife thinks that Steve Martin because he's always gone these last couple two, two years. This whole subplot's moved out of the, the completely removed from the movie where she thinks really? that he is totally having an
0: affair. See, we need okay. that.
3: I think no, but I that. picked
4: up on that. Like she just hinted at it because like there's the when the phone rings for the first time and the kids go, "Oh, his flight's delayed." She's like, "What do you mean you're not coming home? What do you yeah mean that, that you're reaction in was so like, strong, she, she yeah. was yeah. so shady yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and and then when he does call and she's not home and uh, you know she's not because she, uh, he's like i'll be home by nine and she's like well then i'll wait up for you but like yeah. after that i thought that it. was
0: just <laughs> i thought that was just setting up like that's going to be another thing that fucks up you know it's like, it's kind of like we're, we're stacking the deck with all these things that are going to go wrong and of course i'm not going to make it there i wasn't tying in that there was a relationship issue there but like as the movie goes along their little like moments which are very few yeah it's very odd
4: okay but also the other thing that I thought was weird was it looks like she's crying right before he comes home you're right and you're right yeah it does yeah. look like that
3: there is yeah. a scene missing with her mom that they have yeah. at the coffee table, and God she straight up it. says like, "If he's not back tomorrow, I'm taking the kids, and he can have this house." And she's like, "Gonna what the? Fuck? She's gonna straight up leave him. She's gonna leave yeah. him
0: the day after Thanksgiving. What is going on? Why do I? Do, why do? Is he just trying to keep it tight and like, or is it? Or is it? He thinks that's too heavy no, for this film, dude. I, Were there like
2: audience test scores that uh, over an hour of this movie was cut out? Wow. Holy shit, this was Over a two-and-a-half-hour-long movie?
3: Uh, well, from what I was I reading, it. Uh, Good God. <laughs> it was, the original cut was three-and-a-half-hours, and I'm pretty sure Jeez. that was a lot of... original cut or the first cut, because those are dramatic. It could have been. Things. I'm sure it was a lot of filler, but the scenes that I watched were, uh, it was like a hundred... What was it? It was an hour and 20-some minutes worth of footage that was cut, and I would say half of them are just extended scenes. Where like uh, mm, a okay. little bits here and there are cut out, like a st- especially on the airplane and the airport, all there's a lot of stuff in there. The cab ride is like that's a, that's almost like a, a seven minute scene. Holy shit! With the Wichita cab guy.
1: That's so really long. yeah.
0: Because damn, they, they cut a lot out of that, then, man, man. Yes, and also like, how, but really, let's like, just think if you were to bloat that out, you don't really need it. Like when the cop pulls know? them over and
3: their cars are out? And he's like, "You guys can't. I love that There's a whole scene with uh the cop running around and chasing him around the car. I mean like it's a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff all these gags that just hit the floor
4: what did did they need to be cut, or was it cut for other reasons
3: I, I yeah it just it was just going on too long. I mean when you watch it, I mean granted, it is without music, but it, yeah it's just it just goes on too long.
4: No, I know. I Look, a seven-minute cab ride scene might be too much, but did it need to be, like, four minutes? Like, like was that information good and useful and funny, and could it have added to the film? Because there was so much missing that I, like, several times I rewound it to see if I missed a scene. <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: no, Steve Martin, like, p- pisses off the cab driver by saying something about how Wichita is full of fucking rednecks, and he gets pissed, and then they keep seeing the cab meter go up, and they're like their totals like over a hundred dollars and this guy this guy's just <laughs> that's geez. funny the guy's like driving him around in circles and they're like hey didn't we see this barn earlier and he's like yeah well, that, you see
0: that me. makes more sense why he's like i thought i'd just give you the the the, the scenic route you know
2: yeah so that, i mean there's a lot of i mean yeah but all of that kind of got communicated from that one line of oh i showed you the scenic route and he's very clearly pissed about how expensive the ride is so you you get the gist of most of that and like the guy that comes in and, and steals their uh, the money out of their wallets, yeah, in the hotel room? you get the d- so random. No, didn't we see him with his girlfriend before and after, or was that were those two totally other that people? Was that was two totally, also had, uh, yeah, totally different people. Okay, so was that also a subplot that got cut because they showed no, they felt prominent in that moment for so, something, but then you never see them again.
0: It felt like he worked for the fucking hotel, or I don't he know, it had the, something to do with that. He was the guy that brought him uh, pizza. There's a
3: a moment um, when they're in they the diner. Pizza? Yeah, well, it, the pizza is cut out of the movie. The pizza okay, delivery totally. and all what? that is completely I don't cut out of that. The movie. Yeah, yeah, it's all cut, all, right, all right. All it's left is a, is a vague mention of it, where they notice that their wallets are empty, and Steve Martin's like, "You fucking took my goddamn money. You went into my wallet when the pizza guy came in here, and you took my money. No, well, it didn't you did say that. pizza." Oh yeah, he pizza. did. My yeah, yeah. He does. Really? He yeah. he said
2: you went into my wallet to get the money for the pizza. Yeah. The pizza guy cuz
3: they tipped him shitty, he comes back to the hotel room that night, uses the switchblade and takes all the money out of their wallets. Oh, damn. So that's why it's not so it, like in the actual movie with everything cut in, you know, there, it's not as random. But in the finished film, it does seem kind of random. Wow. All right. Well, this is a good time. We're going to we're going to take a break. We're going to play the trailer for planes, trains and automobiles.
2: We'll be right back. During holiday travel, some people get delirious. Some get delayed. And some get (laughs) Del Griffin. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Neil Page got all three. I was on my way home to spend a nice holiday with my family. Instead, I'm in a motel bed with a stranger. So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. TV! Two happy clams just whistling down
0: the road.
1: Flintstones meet the Flintstones and the Marston
2: family. Paramount Pictures presents. Willmore! Steve Martin. Ever been to Hawaii? Yeah. You see Don Ho while you were there? See the second show, that's the best one. Is that right? Yeah. John Candy. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows? In a new film by John Hughes. Plane, trains, and
3: automobiles.
2: See that Bears game last week. Yeah, hello game,
3: hello game. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for John Hughes' *Planes, Trains, and Automobiles*. Good trailer.
0: Yeah, excellent trailer.
2: That was a good,
1: good
0: trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah. It was fast and quick, like the movie. It <laughs> gave you everything, and it showed you what you needed. And damn, I want to go watch it again.
4: I really want to watch it again, but with like the rest of it.
2: Yeah, you want to watch all two and a half hours of it
4: well maybe it doesn't need to be two and a half hours maybe it needs to be two hours I don't know
2: Brian can you cut that for us yeah man you got all the footage now
4: oh my god and you can just like upload it to YouTube and everyone will thank you and it'll be great yeah
3: dude all the uh, oh, all the deleted scenes though was they were all found in like a, a VHS tape in, like John Hughes's like closet or something. Oh my god! <laughs> so the ter- the quality is so fucking terrible. And at the bottom, just in giant like uh, like oh, old school eighty block, like almost like an airport sign property
0: of Paramount. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Looks like an airport, fucking like departing now. So bad,
0: Brian. I, I while you were away uh, during the. Uh, during the trailer, I shared a uh, a link to the wonderful song that um, Steve Martin tries to sing on the bus because no one in the fucking world knows this song. You know what I'm talking about? Oh wait, you know, the two coins song, Th- three coins, three coins. Yeah. or whatever yeah. it is, three coins, three coins, coins, coins in the fountain, in the fountain. <laughs> dude. <laughs> it just shows it just shows how like. Steve Martin's character has everything in his own little way. and like, Why would you ever think that such a slow, boring song would be the song to sing on the bus? <laughs> Where you've been singing TV jingles the whole time. Just think about the bus theme song. The wheels on the bus go round and round. That's the kind of song you sing on a bus. It's, every, it's something that everybody can sing together, you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you this, tried.
4: This whole movie is about the different classes and all the different That's types of people that you encounter that exist here in this country. And and Steve Martin <laughs> is not normally one to, I guess, I, I can't even say that, but like I, I think what they're trying to make is that he's kind of not one to associate with like the common people. Oh yeah, of us,
2: yeah, yeah. To him, a common song that everybody would know is right. an obscure obscure fake Frank Sinatra song.
4: <laughs> right, that's the point yeah. they're making. Although I did also really appreciate the point that they made because I personally um, don't care for airplanes and I say that they're just like um, taking a bus somewhere. Yeah, uh, It's just in the air. And I really appreciated how they showed that in this movie. <laughs> Everyone's sitting on top of each other and there's no room and they're all like, like it's disgusting. Just, ugh, yeah,
2: that's gross. why he was pissed that he didn't have his first class seat that he paid for
4: right but it's not even like okay also also first class isn't even that great like come on i if you sit in first class you're just like this is what i paid for like this should be standard like
0: especially because it's like twice the price of your normal ticket yeah yeah yeah, exactly
4: it's so expensive for just like a seat (laughs) back in the (laughs)
0: yeah Uh, yeah yeah it's insane but but hey don't don't you get like free alcohol or like a like extra food or
4: okay sometimes but sometimes they don't because i was on one and i was sitting in first class and i was like excuse me can i have some food and they're like i'm so sorry that there's no food for first class because we only have like the pretzels and the like whatever they pass out and they're like it's for coach you don't want to eat that and i go listen (laughs) (laughs) i need food (laughs) so i'll take it and 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 like no like literally i had some like and, and when this person like could not talk to me he had somebody else come in and be like no but man we don't want to eat this food like i seriously, promise it's
1: for peasants
4: no but like seriously <laughs> give me
3: some food
4: <laughs> so no you don't always get free food no
3: wow <laughs> holy shit i'm never eating those fucking free pretzels or nuts again what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> they're not a good enough
0: for fucking rich people What? what ah. <laughs> um it's really weird how uh, the guy who comes in and kisses the uh, the flight attendant, who is totally giving some sass. It's weird. She's like, yeah, just sit wherever. Like, apparently, if you have a first class ticket in the 80s, you can take whatever seat you want.
2: Apparently. Well, wow. no.
4: Didn't he work for them, though? He Wasn't oh, he like a, felt an felt like airline employee? he was just employee? a frequent flyer. Yeah. No, I think, uh, frequent, yeah. I think yeah. he was oh. just a handsome oh. dude that the flight Uh-oh. attendant really knew well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I I got that they knew each other.
2: She definitely had some layovers with that guy. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> we'll always have Hawaii.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anything felt unrealistic, it was that moment right there where she said, "Sit wherever you want," because I was like, "Yo, this is a plane. That's not how it works." Yeah, yeah.
1: It's <laughs> like never it is been if it works.
4: Well, it is if um. Okay, so I can say that like if it's if they um they don't really do this anymore um, but like when there were empty seats on planes because they would fly without full planes, now they just cancel oh, yeah. the flight. But like before, they would fly with like empty seats and so yes uh if if there were empty seats yeah after everyone yeah, was seated you can move wherever you want yes. yeah, yeah
2: yeah So that was the thing that. that's fair um
4: but not when they're boarding no
2: no it's like after the doors close right yeah
4: is this a good time to ask other than jared where people have gotten <laughs> stranded
0: other, uh, other than jared I've had long layovers. I've never been stranded. <laughs> well, know, he I,
4: says this is a time capsule and could never happen. This no, I'm just saying.
0: I'm saying that it wouldn't be this difficult.
2: Like we could get this worked out. Like so you've you never, is, you've never been stranded. You've never mm-hmm. been traveling and gotten stuck in an airport or.
0: No, I've I've gone places and, and uh, one time I, I was I was down in Orlando on a, on a like a school scouting trip. And I, uh, I I ran over a damn jack in the middle of the road and like completely destroyed my mm-hmm. car and like Ooh. was trapped down there. Uh, yeah, so I mean like things like that have happened, but but I've never been stuck in airport world uh, beyond just like a normal layover, not because of like a cancellation or or whatever.
4: You're so lucky. I'm very you lucky. Do not travel very often. Like what is look? I travel and I've, I've, like, I, look, I travel
0: and I, I've been on <laughs> hundreds of flights, I, uh, but I've just never never had
2: that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I I have not been. Like, stuck on a layover type situation, but this one time, I flew to Kabul because I was shooting a documentary, and I was Ooh. supposed to be met by a local person, and when I arrived at the airport, all I had was a description of the guy that was supposed to pick me up, <laughs> so I... W- Don't tell me they all look the same. No, no, no. He was, it was, it was like, he's wearing, like, this kind of shirt and these kind of pants, and he's got, like, a, it, was, it was just like, yeah... So I'm like walking from one end of the airport to the other for like two hours. Jesus, like, cell phone. Don't see this guy. Well, it's I'm it's, I'm in freaking Afghanistan. Like my cell phone doesn't work, and I can't like go pick up like a new SIM card or some shit. So I'm literally just have to hope that this person is going to like find me. So after it was it was probably at least an hour, maybe closer to an hour and a half. Um, this local guy was like, "Hey, uh, you clearly." Don't know what's going on here. Uh, It's Ramadan, so do you want like a drink? I'll give you a drink. Just don't let anybody like look at it. Here's some water. I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. He's like, no, 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 I'm gonna buy you a water. I have a cell phone. Do you want to call the people that you need to meet? And so, like, I did, and I got a hold of of someone else. Then they told me that the guy was still on the way there. He was just stuck in traffic, which I found out later was a serious thing because apparently a bomb had just been set off in the German embassy, so the traffic was. Yeah, on the way back from the airport to the place I was supposed to go, it took three hours to get across town. Wow, <laughs> good time. So, uh, yeah, yeah.
4: So this could happen. Okay, yeah, it could yeah. definitely happen. Yeah, Brian, what's your worst story where you've gotten stuck? I, you know, I've. N- you've never gotten stuck either. I've what never been world? stuck at an
3: airport. I like. I've been.
4: I've gotten trapped
3: for like four <laughs> hours, but I mean, can you can really? Right. You can't even All complain right. about that, you know.
4: Yeah, you can, but well, here's, I mean, yeah. all right. So <laughs>
2: Kristen says you can.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I did used to live in Chicago, so I am very familiar <laughs> with <laughs> delays and cancellations and all of that. But no, no, no. My worst travel story was probably when I was, I lived in Italy and, uh, my mom came to visit and we decided to fly to Vienna and for the weekend. And <laughs> so we had to take there was like the, the cheap flight out of Milan. So we took the train to Milan, flew to Vienna. When we came back, um, I, it was apparently, um, over Easter weekend. And when I was <laughs> looking at the trains, I was like, that's so weird. There's no trains. Um, it was either like Sunday or Monday because Easter Monday is also a thing apparent. And, and hmm. then anyway, uh, I was like, that's so we'll, so we'll just like do this part of the way and we'll figure it out when we get there. Uh, no. So it's Italy. And so <laughs> the whole sta- uh, country shuts down. And so we got surrendered in some little uh, we took the train from Milan back to I don't know wherever it went. And then it just stopped. And um, all of the hotels, there was like two hotels in the city. It was a tiny, tiny city. Um, were booked and um nothing was open because it's italy and so they close there. Like they close all the time i don't know if anyone has ever been to italy There, certainly if you have lived there they've closed all the fucking time so anyway yeah. everything was closed no no food no hotels no nothing the train station um was open though but it was um zero degrees and they don't heat it and so oh all God. of the it, and it's and it's Italy, so it's marble. So you're yeah. sleeping on <laughs> the marble with the doors open because they don't close. It was so cold. Uh, and the next morning... Um, a cafe opened at like ten a.m. and so we could go get coffee and food, and um and we then eventually the trains started working and we were able to come back. And I, in hindsight, I should have known that it was Easter, but it, I just did not put it together. And so that I, yeah, I, that was my worst one. And then I'm, I'm sharing since Jared and Brian don't have one. My sister, <laughs> um Dear
3: God, Sorry, I will get stranded yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you should. Okay, you
4: should. Some. This is my sister's worst worst trips. So So she... uh Was visiting Greece. She was living in France at the time. And she was visiting Greece. And um, she didn't tell her bank and uh, her cards, all of that, that she was going to Greece. So naturally, they assumed that someone stole her credit cards and shut everything off. She had no cash. Now, Wait, now, you think, oh, she has a plane ticket. She can just fly back. And does she need money? No, no. Yeah, she doesn't need money because they grounded all the planes Because of the, uh, do you remember the volcano that went off and there was all of the, like for weeks, there were no flights. So she had no money. Her return ticket was no good. She had to beg for money.
0: Holy shit. (laughs) In order to
4: get a train ticket back to France.
0: (laughs) Holy shit.
4: Yeah.
0: At least she got an
2: extended stay.
4: Well, I guess.
2: (laughs) She was begging for it.
4: (laughs) She, yeah, yeah, so...
2: Travel is rough, people.
4: It's, it's, yeah, but that's the whole point. So the whole time that I'm watching this, though, <laughs> the whole time that I'm watching this, I'm like, you can't travel if you have Steve Martin's attitude. <laughs>
2: well, and you no, can't travel true. during the holidays. <laughs> and
4: during the holidays also? Yeah, just don't do that. Oh my gosh. Oh, traveling was,
2: during the holidays is rough.
4: There was one time in Chicago, I was traveling, I think it was over Christmas it's Chicago, the flights weren't going because it's Chicago, and so I was like I'll take the fucking train, and I had to chase that train down I was so lucky they stopped there was like an Amtrak train I was like running down <laughs> and, and they, because Amtrak has a thing where if you close the doors, they don't like, they don't open them, and so I don't even know what happened it was a Christmas miracle, I was like booking it, there were like two other people booking it with me, somehow they paused we like jerked the doors open and got on the train it was great anyway no because you listen listen if you're gonna travel <laughs> you can't you have to have a good attitude because you cannot you cannot do that another time i was traveling this is also on a train <laughs> and this fucking woman Who the fuck travels on a train Look, no, no, was, um, look, look!
0: there's trains
3: in, there's in, in, trains
4: all the time. I what know are you talking about? trains
3: exist. I'm not saying they <laughs> don't exist. I'm saying who the fuck travel? Uh, When's the last live, time?
0: If you live in England, you, you're on the train constantly. Yeah, this oh, if you live in England, yeah. oh,
2: okay. that, I've so, taken okay. more trains in, very in China, China than China. I have in the U.S., though.
0: Well, you're um, saying who, and I'm letting you know who. Yeah,
4: this, so, okay, this other one. <laughs> this, okay. This other one was also in Europe, uh, and it, there was like a it was like a super fancy one. I was assigned seating, so I bought a fucking seat so I could have a fucking seat. Anyway, it was for some reason standing room only, and this woman refused to get out of my seat. There were no train conductors. Everyone else just thought it was really funny that this woman would not get out of my seat. So I ended up sleeping in the hallway on the train. <laughs> yes, that was not a fun night. I was very, I'm still kind of angry at this woman. Where was
2: aggressive Chicago? i was about to say I, I, I to Chicago yet. Yeah, listen, seat.
4: Chicago. Hey, there, there she is. There okay. she is. There she no, is. No, no, no. listen. Yeah. And that's the other thing. No, no, no. We this was a, this is a conversation that Mike and I had cuz we both lived in Chicago where the train situation there is the worst. And <laughs> I mean, I guess they have trains, but like do they? Anyway, that's where that's that's where all the aggression comes from because you learn very quickly.
2: Very (laughs) you
4: learn very quickly how to be aggressive in that city.
2: This is my space. Get the fuck out of it.
4: Oh, but to relate it to the movie, I was like (laughs) I was like, Steve Martin is so mean. Like people from New York are not that awful. And then it turns out he's from Chicago and I was like, Oh, yeah. That I think that so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> I think
0: that's why this like was a big draw for him, anyways, because he actually got to play a dick. Like, like, like I said, like I said earlier, he's just such a, such an asshole. You he, he guys was,
3: are being way too hard on Steve Martin's character. I'm sorry if I had to put <laughs> up with think fucking he's crazy, crazy dick. A dick? no he's not being a dick this guy what John Candy is like a fucking walking around like a fucking two year old man what are you talking about
4: no he's not he's not that incompetent I was actually really surprised when he like apologizes I was like he's not being that bad this was before he's he getting, set the car he's
3: totally taking advantage of this guy getting him to pay for every fucking thing yeah, he is yeah. nickel yeah, and yeah. dime in this guy are you telling me yeah. if you met this person regardless whether they were nice or not and they said nice things and they apologize afterwards you would want this fuck up around all the time while you're trying to get home on Thanksgiving. No. I would lose my mind.
4: Not. I do not absolutely <laughs> not want him around. But if I had to pick between the two, uh yeah, me I would guess I would pick <sighs> I, I,
3: I I would pick. I would go with Steve Martin. John mm-hmm. Candy, I'd be like, you are wasting my motherfucking time. I'm gonna Al Pacino heat quote your ass, man.
1: <laughs> the only
4: reason like people like Steve Martin would be only be good if they could like get things done. Like, you know, if you yell at someone and then they do what you want like, it would be good to stand behind him, right? And, like, kind of, like, follow him around. Um, but he doesn't. He yells at people, and they're just like, sorry. <laughs> and so, like, there's no point. Like, why? No, he's, he's dead weight.
2: Yeah, no, that's right. Because his, his attitude sucks, and so then everything that he tries to do is difficult. And he, he shoots himself in the foot. Okay. Like, how are you going to be fucking pissed off about being left in the car rental place and you throw your damn paper? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's it's valid to be pissed, but you're you're yeah, asking for it at that but point. But that
0: was like, it'd be different if it was at the beginning of the trip, you know? But just imagine no, what no, he's no. gone through to oh, that no, point. It he he that. Mm-hmm. No, it fucking explodes. No, it would have been
2: different if he had thrown it and been like, oh, fuck, I threw it and picked it up and it was like dripping wet or something and it couldn't be read and he brought it in and she was like, sorry, you're fucked. I can't read it. But this motherfucker threw it because he was angry and then expected someone to just, what? give him shit because he said the f- I
0: want a fucking car. Well, he right? did use his credit <laughs> card <laughs> number. Why now? can't they
3: look it up via his credit card information, which they clearly have a receipt of there, so...
4: No, because they have... That's a, stat, that's a paper stack of receipts. It's not filed by the credit card number. He doesn't know his credit card number, does he, at that point? It would have his name yeah. on it. Has it been burned yet? They, no,
3: guys, it, this is old school, so they take the impression of your card. They even show you in the movie.
4: Yeah, no, no, no. So, so it, it would I have know his name... Yeah, it would have his name on the card. Yeah, but they would have to go through all of the sheets of paper to go through and find that. You think they would have that easily on hand? He doesn't even have an ID.
2: He lost his wallet. No, he has his wallet just all fucking burned. Well then how did he
3: rent the car in the first place? Because they even make a point of it in the movie that you have to have an ID and a credit card in order to rent a
2: car. Oh, you're right. That was before it burned It's not like voting. You gotta really like, you know (laughs) you can get by with this.
3: God damn it. (laughs) No, I don't know. No, John Candy was holding this guy back the entire time. I would lose my mind with John Candy. Although you know it it is a little frustrating like when you watch the movie, like, you know, if he just rented a car in Kansas, this movie
2: would have been a lot shorter. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let's talk about that. Because when the car breaks down and catches on fire, there's a giant ass fucking sign that says "100 miles to Chicago." That's two goddamn hours if you're driving hella slow.
4: I was wondering about that too. Because at some point, what? I was like, "You're really close." Yeah. What <laughs> the
2: fuck? Like, and then and then the the cop like impounds their vehicle. How are they with the truck for three hours? Okay, so it was another deleted scene. They oh, actually okay. drove past
3: Chicago. And when the cop pulls him over, he informs him that Chicago is back that way.
0: Stop. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's awesome. Pretty much all the
2: inconsistencies that you find in this movie can't be explained with a deleted scene. <laughs> that doesn't exist in the movie. <laughs> all right. But, but that still doesn't make sense for, for – that was, that was still before you see The Hundred Miles to Chicago. Even if they drove past it, I mean, yeah, it does make sense. I was, I was questioning that as well because <laughs> St. Louis is only like four, four and a half hours from Chicago, five at worst. I've driven that shit a, a, like 40 times. The roads weren't as nice back then. It was promise. 1987. They had fucking interstates. There's nothing to see on interstate <laughs> but interstate, guys. I-55 oh. has been around for a long ass time.
4: But that was – hold on because back – in I had a question about the speeding scene because back in the 80s, wasn't the speed limit like eighty? No. Like you could go so much faster. Okay, but I'm pretty sure it was like at least 55. They
0: changed it. Yeah. That's why that song, I Can't Drive 55.
4: I remember them changing it when I was little to like 65 to 70. Like I, So I know it was higher.
3: No, it was lower. It was lower. Yeah. No, they no, recently low. made it higher. Yeah, you can look it up. You can Google that shit. I promise That's you. That's
0: where that song comes from.
2: I'm telling you. Yeah. That, that was in the 80s. That was in the 80s.
3: I can't I don't know, it still
2: doesn't make sense as to why they had to be in a truck for three hours When they were only 100 miles Even if it was north of Chicago Well he had to go make his routes <laughs> <laughs> They were in the back of some fucking cheese truck Or something <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Okay, it, I will say the cheese truck Makes a hell of a lot more sense Knowing that they were in Wisconsin
0: Even though it sounded like a very uh, Canadian uh, brand It did, did look yeah.
2: like that That's fair Yeah I was uh, not I, familiar with the brand
0: Speaking of the of the trucks, I like when they're in the back of the truck uh, early when they get in there they're in the the, um, the bed of a truck, and then like uh, Steve Martin sees some gloves and, and like a little dog jumps out and starts biting biting at him, and I I love I love John Candy. He's like, give him the goddamn gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog's like, Wah, rah! <laughs> but that's another cartoon moment. When they stop the truck uh, in a wide shot with no frost on them, then it cuts into uh, close-ups with everybody frozen, even the dog.
2: Even even the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay
0: with that. Yeah, no, it's goofy. That's one of those moments. It's a lot of those,
3: those shots, yeah. Remind me of Dumb and Dumber.
0: Um, yeah. It's the ca- we're in the yeah. Yeah, it's very, very dumb and dumber. Uh, the scene right before that, though, where uh, the dude tells his fucking wife to get out of the fucking truck and grab that damn chest and put it in the back of the truck. <laughs> she's short and skinny, but she's strong. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's, he's, he's like, she don't mind. She's short and skinny, but she's strong. <laughs> Her first baby come out sideways. She ain't screaming nothing. <laughs> dude, that was young Dylan
2: Baker, man. I barely fucking recognize him. Who the fuck him. is Dylan Baker? Oh, dude. You he's, was, he's that dude he has been in is. so much shit. Really? Yeah, so much crap.
0: It's blown out. Oh, that's him? Yeah. Yeah. He plays creepy really well. He does. Oh, yeah,
3: he's the dude in happiness. I forgot.
0: Yeah, super creepy. He's the child molester in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally forgot about that with him. Good times. (laughs) (laughs) She ain't a scream or nothing. No, sorry. It's terrible. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, are,
3: uh, are we ratings here? Anybody we didn't even talk money? about budget or anything, man. Well, the budget was $15 million. I mean, uh, it was a comedy, so pretty low. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it made uh,
0: $49.5 million really? in the United
2: Respectable.
0: States. Respectable. Figured to do more.
2: How much on that syndication, though?
0: Oh, dude, I'm sure it's made bank. Yeah, and then, you know,
3: VHS rentals at the time. I'm sure that you're looking at over $20 million right there. But, I mean, uh, I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry.
4: Oh, I, I, this is not related to the budget. I was gonna say I really. Sorry. Did you? Did you have more to say? You seemed like you are done. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. He's over <laughs> it. He's over it. Totally can't over handle it. it. Uh, <laughs> no. Um. I really liked the costumes they seemed really simple like there was nothing that was really it didn't seem like they had like a necessarily a huge budget but it did seem like they had somebody like really great I did not look up the costume designer really great on it everything was like I said it was so simple um, but John Candy had all these like very bright colors and, and I loved the scenes with it, with him sitting next to Steve Martin just the two of them. And the way that, that you compare and contrast the two—I mean, the the clothing really added so much to that. Steve Martin had like the nice tailored um, the jacket, and uh, the, like the it just it just looked so it looked so nice. And then you had all of these amazing characters who all had such distinct styles as well. Uh, it, it could have been so easy to. Make everyone kind of look the same, but every single person had their own, um, you know, their own, their own look, their own. Their they were their own character. It was amazing. I really enjoyed that, and uh, mm. it was nice to see.
2: Yeah, John Hughes really like lean into most of those things. I mean, like talking about Dylan Baker, like his intro was he steps out of the truck and then they have this <laughs> so awesome. slow like jib up to see his entire character, starting with his shoes and then his jeans and like that's such a like it's such a long drawn out moment but as far as that joke goes it was pretty effective but it that works. whole scene is yeah. excellent yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it works because of the costume like you you immediately get a feel for who this this random guy is because of his costume and his weird way of like like weird, he's like he's hocking a little. Yeah, what the fuck? He, no, he's he like
0: spits. he's like chewing on tobacco or yeah, something. He's, he's like, <laughs> like,
2: no, he like spits. He shakes John. it shakes John Candy's hand, and then he spits in his hand, and then <laughs> shakes. <laughs> that Steve was so awesome. long. <laughs> still shook his hand <laughs> when he goes and shakes his hand. You can hear a squish sound effect
3: Oh <laughs> damn, yeah. Uh, I will say the, the sound uh, design was really good in this. Like, even sound the sound design was really good. The lady with the scratch in her head at the uh, car insurance place, or not the car insurance, the car rental place, you could hear that ping going back there. Yeah, that it was is. so
0: funny. And all like
3: the the wet sounds in the floor in the bathroom.
0: Yeah, was, oh, when he steps oh down. God. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. Oh, that was so fucking gross. Really, I, really well done.
4: God. I loved that bathroom oh. scene because when he stepped out, and it showed the bathroom like for half a second i was like you can still salvage this hold on like there's there's ways to do it and then it turned and it showed his like foot going down and i was like nope mm-mm, nope nope,
1: not. nope. <laughs> and it was so disgusting
3: <laughs> yeah his his foot going on the the floor that's gross and then when when he's like we get the shot of the sink with uh, the socks it, oh, oh my, god. my god in there oh my god no, but like, uh, i could smell that shot god. man no but
4: even uh. even when he picks up the that one pink washcloth that's left like <laughs> the way it's so threadbare like <laughs> the production design also is outstanding in this like like just just i don't even want him to touch it like drip dry like don't even use that
0: <laughs> i'd be i'd be mopping myself off with my clothes that i took off Right, like, all right <laughs> They just stare there and shake like a
4: dog. Yeah, Yeah, just like just shake it off.
0: Be like, Dale, bring me the fucking comforter, you bastard.
3: (laughs) Well yeah, that was beer
0: on it. Is that okay?
4: That was Uh, I had to rewind that. That was the scene. That was the first time I rewound it, because he was like, Yeah, we spilled beer on it and I was like, Wait, what? And 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 also with the shower scene, that whole thing, I had to rewatch that whole thing. There's so much missing from that. It all yeah. works, but there's still so much missing.
2: No, they just cut to the stuff, and they just kind of assume that you're gonna you're gonna go along with well, it. And for the most part, you do. But well, you get do, it. Yeah, it well, you, get it. Like, yeah, you get it. But
4: I definitely was like, did did I like I did glance at my phone, but I wasn't on it. Like, wait a minute, how did I miss that much?
2: Right. It's definitely like a. Did, is the audience going to go with this, or is is maybe the confusion part of the bit, and that's that's what makes it a little bit more funny that it just. All, it goes from like no, he's taking a shower, and all of a sudden everything is just completely fucked because it it doesn't really look like Dell took a shower first. It looks like Dell's just in the bed,
4: mm-hmm.
2: so the assumption, at least the assumption that I made, was oh, cool. He, he should have had shower. wet hair. Or well,
4: something. yeah, no, because yeah. no, because what? A towel he's around like,
2: his neck or something. He's like, do
4: you want to take a shower? And then yeah, they have that whole like, no, not like that, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. it's
4: implied that Steve Martin is going first, or at least yeah. that's what I got. And then is this the deleted scene, Brian? Yeah, that's the play. You... Okay, yeah. ahead, it is deleted so so scene. I was not oh, alone. God damn it, you remember, really? Yeah,
3: you remember the, <laughs> the- Of
4: course it is, yeah. The, the
3: trailer- The flossing shot? The, the flossing <laughs> shot, yeah. So John Candy doesn't actually <laughs> take a shower. He just goes in there while Steve Martin is showering <sighs> and starts doing no. all this shit. And Steve oh Martin God. doesn't want to get out of the shower. That's where like, he get he's getting the soap in his eyes. John Candy's actually over
2: there singing, flossing- you know, no gurgling and taking a shit. Yeah, exactly. uh, okay. <laughs> so he like flushes the toilet or some shit. Exactly. And that explains why the oh, water that explains turns off. that. Holy shit! Okay,
4: that would have been so much better. Like, why? Well, it's just a shitty hotel. Because it, it
3: it doesn't play as well. It plays so much better in in the movie. Watching him take a shower and then coming out to the room where John Candy's sitting yeah. there because it. Like, even watching that stuff all cut in, they they get so awkward, and then they make that shower joke. And then the next scene, he's coming in there in the shower room, and it's like, well, that's kind of out of his character. If he, if he was awkward and yeah. weird about that, you know, it's just— Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel interesting. Right. interesting. But I love how that's intercut with, like, dude in the shower, dude outside of the vibrating bed. I just— Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that works really well. Just smoking yeah. a cigarette inside the hotel room.
0: Have you guys ever seen a vibrating bed like that in person? yes Mm -hmm. it's always in movies oh did you uh, did you did you do it no no
2: yes
4: i didn't even stay in in a hotel
2: room with no absolutely not i
4: actually when i was a small child would request that we go uh, get hotels with vibrating beds and my mother always refused so no i have not seen any that's
2: (laughs) because that's no dirty hotel happens in there you go
4: (laughs) as a child no i did not
2: No, but your mom knew (laughs) they can't clean that out the sheets
4: she
3: was like child let me spare you
4: i was always like this is what hotel rooms are you're supposed to have the vibrating bed and the giant jacuzzi and she's like no definitely not
3: oh Oh, honey go to sleep on that bed you're
0: gonna wake up with an std (laughs) that's how people get pregnant (laughs) From toilet seat babies. But no,
4: like, no, there was like a very long time where I thought that we were like very poor because we did not have the hotel rooms that were like on the TV. <laughs> I was like, can we just not afford them? Like, I don't understand.
2: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Are we at ratings here? <laughs> I think we've talked this one through.
0: Oh, all right. Who's going first? Who's rating planes, trains, and automobiles? We've already talked it to death. It's an excellent fucking film. It's shot really well. Music's a little weird at times, but it's still enjoyable. It feels like it's of its time. It may be the best John Candy movie ever, and it's definitely one of the best Stephen Martin ones. I'm going to give it a 10, Brian, out of nostalgia and out of love and out of
2: everything that's good and holy. It's shocking. Yeah, uh, that's, that's totally unexpected. Wow. <laughs> okay, no, oh, a fuck you, it's a right. four, okay? <laughs> it's
0: terrible. It's the worst film we've watched all year. We did. We're, uh, wait, are we doing well hooks? Did,
3: did I go back and forth? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> fuck you!
0: Fuck you, Brian. Fuck you! I'm raising my Hook score up to 11. <laughs> <laughs>
2: balance you can only out. do that on Jaws, all right? <laughs> Those are the rules. Oh, man. All right, um... This was a really well-made film, like just just from a technical perspective. Like, I'm in, I'm impressed with with how well-written this was. Like, these are really strong characters. Everybody has a really good um, character arc. Steve Martin goes from being an asshole who just gets frustrated to falling in love with John Candy. I really appreciated that. Man, I struggle with movies like this. This kind of this kind of movie is just not my jam. Where the whole thing is just one uncomfortable scene after another. And the jokes are all about how can we make things go terribly, terribly wrong. So I, as a moviegoer, don't relate with these kinds of characters. I don't enjoy a movie like this, like, at all. It's it's more of a, it's work to get through. There were a couple moments in this where I did legitimately laugh really hard. And one of them was when they were cuddling in the bed the next morning. And he's kissing his ear and like just that moment where they both open their eyes and realize what's happening. I laughed really, really hard. <sighs> uh, cinematography is really great in this for what it is. Uh, there's a lot of process trailer shots that are uh, process, poor man's process. Jesus, fuck. there's a lot of poor man's process shots that um, cut really well with the movie. I think the pacing is really good. There's a lot of questions that, that we obviously had. that So there's a lot of holes that maybe they cut a little bit too hard. But for the most part, the movie moves really well. Yeah, I'm going to wrap up my my diatribe here. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8. Super solid. Holds up really well for being 1987. Um, it's just not my jam.
3: All right. Not his jam. All right, I'll let it go. All right, Kristen. You want to go next? Yeah. You wanna go last?
4: Sure. Yeah, I can go next. I enjoyed this movie. I can relate to the things going terribly wrong over and over and over again and just having to suck it up and deal with it because you don't have (laughs) any choice Um, I've definitely had all of these experiences while traveling except for the car on fire although I've driven by lots of cars on fire and I've always (laughs) wondered how it happened and now I know this
0: is it I saw one last week
4: yeah, right. I, did. I saw one like a month ago, <laughs> uh, and so yes, that filled in a lot of holes for me in my personal life, and I appreciated that. Um, I <laughs> I um, enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the character arc. I enjoyed seeing male bonding, and I enjoyed um, all of the technical details. I thought so much of it was. Um, so outstanding and and very well done. And somebody was very committed to, I guess John Hughes, to portraying everything. Like like every like like the, again, like the hand towels look gross, and I didn't want to touch them. Don't touch the floor. Don't put. You know what I mean? Every single person with their whether it was their makeup or their hair. You know, everyone that they encountered was wearing like it was so basic like this is what you can do if you don't have a big budget but you have somebody who knows what to do i mean and i I, I don't know maybe their costuming budget was big but it didn't look very big based on this but they still had somebody who knew how to take clothing take hair take makeup and and make it personal to each character it was beautiful to see i feel like steve martin honestly could have been a bigger jerk um Mm. I feel like, yeah, yeah, is that my complaint? I feel like Steve Martin could have had a bigger meltdown. And I guess my other complaint, (laughs) I mean, honestly, I would have. Like, let's be real. Uh, At some point, especially once you pass the 24-hour mark, I am not fun to be around. (laughs) I would have had a much bigger meltdown. And I wish I could have seen all of the cut scenes. There were so many holes. There were so many... um, there was so much that, like, yes, you could kind of fill in the gaps, but there were gaps that you had to make assumptions over. And if the footage was there, like, I want to I want to see it. I want to see this, maybe not a full two-and-a-half-hour movie, but maybe a two-hour movie. Maybe it just needs to be an hour 45. I don't know because I don't know what they've got, but I would love to see, see more of this. And it honestly sounds like they cut out a lot of the the drama just to make it kind of slapsticky and move really quickly. Mm. And it works. It does work, but like it could have, maybe this could have been like a more fleshed out movie with more fleshed out characters. And that's the thing is like the characters are pretty fleshed out. Like I was very impressed with John Candy, especially given his, the character that he has and uh, the depth that he brought to this character is incredible. I'll give it a nine because I would like to see more of this. I do think that that too much was cut, um, but I'll give it a nine because it's again it's outstanding in so many regards. It's definitely something to watch if you've never seen it. I feel like this should be a classic, but I mean maybe I guess it's not for everybody. But like it, it should be. I don't know. It's
3: a Thanksgiving classic, at that. <laughs> Giving the thanks for John Hughes. Um, t- t- yeah, I, I, I guess I'm um, echoing what you guys are saying. Um, yeah, if you are a fan of this, I would I would recommend uh, picking up the 4K Blu-ray The or the 4K disc. It looks incredible, um, and there's a bunch of great extra features on there. You can watch the VHS quality uh, cut footage. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything negative really to say about this movie. Um, it's so lean. It's so fast. It's just it's in it's out it does what it needs to do like we were talking about like uh last week with hook not not having those genuine emotional moments john candy and steve martin do sell those moments in this movie and that's that's fair it's yeah it's what makes the film like otherwise like what you'd have to ask yourself like and we never even brought it up like why the fuck does steve martin just fucking leave And it's because you buy those moments when (laughs) he has those confrontations with John Candy. And, and yeah, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, see, Martin, maybe maybe you went too far. Maybe, you know, yeah, John Candy's a dick, but maybe you went too far. I don't know. I just everything feels good. The movie feels good. Looks good. It's cut really well. Uh, You know, editor of Star Wars, what are you going to do? I can't think of a reason not to give it a 10. So I'm going to give it a 10.
0: Thanks to the impeccable chemistry between Steve Martin and John Candy, as well as the deft mix of humor and heart, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a hilarious, heartfelt holiday classic. Rotten Tomatoes certifies Planes, Trains, and Automobiles fresh with a 92% tomato meter and an 87% audience Holy score. Oh shit. Fuck the audience. They're wrong. <laughs> 92 Bring it up to that 92. On Rotten Tomatoes is yeah, bonkers good. But you know, also look at
4: it's a good movie. So
0: I'm looking at the at the uh, at the poster here on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got Christmas presents all over it, which is stupid. That's not the <laughs> that's not the poster. It's, 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 it's got Christmas bows and Christmas presents, and it just makes zero and sense. Merry Christmas! Well, maybe that's a video a box or something. Movie. Yeah, the actual poster is just white with uh, Steve Martin and John Candy. Like at a bus. Yeah, look that one up. I wanted to get a one sheet of that and like hang it on my wall because I actually like this movie a lot. And uh hundred dollars. It's girl,
4: bargain. Wait for planes, oh, trains, and automobiles
3: poster.
0: Yes, bro.
3: No, I, sorry. I'll, I'll send you a <laughs> link. I'll send you a link. We'll, 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 <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll get you one for under a hundred. Easy, easy.
0: Thank you. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a comedy, man. Nah, come on.
3: Who, who wants those posters?
0: <laughs> right here.
3: <laughs> There's always that one guy. All right, so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram at
2: checkthegate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And Greg's, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y media. And Kristen, where can they find you?
4: You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and I.
3: And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with track number one from the Planes, Tra- Planes Trains, and Automobile soundtrack. This is titled I Can Take Anything. And this is performed by ETA, Steve Martin, and John Candy nice yeah you know come on let's do the, 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 the
2: monologue one right yeah no the monologue one Yeah, or, or the, the the second monologue weird one at the end during the end credits no where they prove that it wasn't a random ass fluke and they have another version of some other ass song random ass song with John Candy's dialogue in it the rappy one? Oh, yeah <laughs> it's fucking weird man